All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of End of Days uh, with uh, Brandon and Ray. Rayvon is um, trying to position himself to feel most comfortable and look as much like a dictator as he possibly can. It's, it's really more about doing the least amount of work, but also being like the maximum amount of comfortable. Right. Well, I think he's achieved it. It's um, almost there. It's obnoxious, honestly. Almost there. Jesus Christ. Uh, what's what's new this week? The world's still ending. The coronavirus is still uh, raging on. Uh, school just started. For those of you who don't know, I work for the Department of Education. Years ago, <laughs> I cared. I no longer care. Um, they I'm, definitely ain't looking out for y'all. Not at all. Not remotely. Um... Don't worry about what I do, because it's not relevant. Just know that I am what's called per diem, meaning I get paid per day. So and, for uh, all you uh, investigative types, you can figure it out. I'm sure they can. Beep, bop, boop, bop. I just know that I caught the, uh, the virus before we left. Didn't know it was that at the time. Uh... Definitely had every symptom everyone had. And I was like, oh, shit, I almost died. I was in the hospital, though, so it was pretty serious. You were on a ventilator? No, I didn't get there, thankfully. I do know people who got to ventilators and didn't make it after that, though. So RIP to them. But, uh, yeah, we... I don't know how, you know, communicative it's been with the full-time employees, which I'm sure it's been a lot more, but that's always been an issue amongst... Wait, so... Is this about the DOE? No, it's about their response to the coronavirus. Uh, well, obviously, you got to get the kids to school so the parents can go to work. Nah, fuck so them America kids. I, I'm not talking about them kids. I'm talking about us. All right. It's not. Y'all not even relevant. That's kind of like. Y'all not even relevant. Y'all not working in the coal mines. All right. Y'all not yo, bringing them America's cash. It's crazy. But, uh. All right. Recently. The decision was made that two positive cases in a school building will shut down and go full remote. One of uh, my old co-workers was confirmed positive in one of the schools here in Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, wow. Good thing I left that school. <laughs> uh, Where there's one, there's actually a thousand. So. It's the craziest thing ever because, like, when it, we were at the height, which, I mean, we're still kind of at the height, right? It's, you know, proximity is not an in, issue. Not all in these... New York City. New York City, we live it, man. Right. Point is, is that if it exists, 25%. if it exists, the point here is if one person catches it, we know that that's like some incubator shit for everybody. And now it's not all of a sudden. Like, well, we got to wait for niggas to be like coughing up blood before we... That's the craziest shit in the world. I don't... I mean, it... It isn't when they want niggas to go to back to school in the first place. I, get, I mean, yeah. like if if ultimately if all this shit was like factors, then they wouldn't open up schools at all. But they gotta have a threshold of some bullshit like yo two people and then you know we gotta shut it down when it should just be zero. And I mean, ultimately it sucks because a lot of people have to go to school. Some people just can't do well at home environments. 
Some people need to leave a home to escape home Some environments. Some people don't have a home environment at all. And, 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 and that included. So it's just, I understand why school is so important. But at the same time, like, we fucked. Let me not say we. But the prospect of school was fucked when the seriousness of the situation wasn't handled the way it should have in the beginning. Because then people wouldn't have the lackadaisical attitude they have now. Like, I'm not wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. If everybody was on the same page from the beginning, then schools could have gradually opened up with, you know, with the possibility of shit going back to normal. But now going wearing a mask makes you Satan or goes against the devil, like, or goes with the devil. Like, this shit is so stupid. So it's never going to go away. We're going to be here forever. So buckle up. Watch it. Raised by Wolves. And we lit. That is so not inspiring. I mean, who knows what's going to happen next week? Who knows what's going to happen next month? Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I have no idea. I'm more so focused on recording two people in one room. (laughs) And trying not to get both voices and both mics. Mm. more prevalent and concerning to me than anything going on outside here because I've created a safe space here where things that are going on here are more important than the world at large so there's that okay that seemed very poetic oh it was I'm just looking at the, the meter and I like turned on the input monitor I can hear you and my mic, which is the reverse of last week. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, niggas just gonna have to deal with this shit. I mean, out of all the 10,000 electronics, somebody gotta be an audio nigga. Cause I'm not. You I'm said you, you already said you love editing the audio. Yeah, yeah, mixing. Not. Not live. doing this. Is live. This, like, is, this is live. This is live. All right. So we're going live on Instagram at 2 a.m. Nah. All right. 2 a.m. We're going to go live. We're going to answer all your questions. Jesus. Like, when is the burning? That will be announced at 2 a.m. on a live. Um, when do we begin training? That will announce 2 a.m. on a live. Speaking of burning, um, Fires are raging in the West Coast, right? And if you aren't aware, I mean, that goes for you and everybody else. uh, Private prisons use prisoners as firefighters. And they do crazy, crazy mad work. Get out of jail. They can't become firefighters. I just came across an article that said that California put a law in that helps... uh, inmate firefighters pursue professional careers in the field after they get out. So that's a step in the right direction, but I just feel like it's not really gonna happen. Because the thing is, is that these guys be in jail fighting dead-ass forest fires, Smokey the Bear style, wilding. That's like more action. That means that their jobs are literally always active. They don't come out unless it's severe. So that means that I feel like there should be some sort of mathematical equation 
that takes their time and multiplies it. Like, yo, I was doing this for... You don't even have to multiply it. You could take the raw time and go like, yo... Like, it's the equivalent of, like, an army veteran, a soldier, and, like, they're, like, battle hours. Like, it's like, yo... Are you you looking for equality? Equality? No, it's never going to be equal. I'm just saying that... Because... I'm I'm looking for recognition of the time, and I hope that when they come out, like... But that they would actually, imply inequality because they're already throwing them in there less than. Well, we talking about uh, them after, like post-prison. So it's not like while they're in prison. While they're in prison, they're just slaves as per the 13th Amendment. Shout out to slavery. Uh, shout out to loopholes and laws too. Wording. I think it's it's evident that like the laws that were written Literacy was so low. It wasn't even like, niggas don't read. It was like, they can't. Like, black people weren't taught how to read. So, you know, it was a scarcity in the black community. But white people who have always had the ability to learn just many times chose not to. I mean, the dark ages, man. Niggas didn't know how to read for a thousand years. Nigga, I ain't talking about the dark ages. I'm talking about the light ages of the 1900s. But I'm just saying the capacity is always there always been there I feel like niggas do be forgetting that like the early 1900s right like we really separate the early 1900s from the 1800s where like during slavery and during the civil civil war and whatnot because like gotta think about it like for me right my mom's was born in the 60s and then you end up like oh you're, we're born in 1990 like you know that's relative like okay cool it's not it's a long time ago but not that long ago right but in my own mind, if I think about like 1910, in my mind, 1865, like 200 years before that, even though it's not. And so like, when you talk about these amendments, like niggas came into the 1900s, which is damn near modern to us. And it was like, this is just after laws got put in place. And so to say like, yo, people wasn't reading around this time. That shit ain't changed in 20 years, my nigga. I mean, it's the same parallel. Somebody born in 1965 and somebody born in 2010 like it's it's so much time but it's still the same sensibilities and values the difference is not that big if it was like 80 90 100 years later then yeah it is the thing is with that time frame it's crazy because like from the 1960s to 2000 and 2010, it was such a drastic change because of technology. Internet. Yeah, all of that. Plug that. it out. Plug out the internet. I'm going to start that campaign. Plug out the internet. Take it away from us. I'm I ready. feel like they are going to take it away from us, but it's still going to exist. Thus, it's still going to be a problem. Because then it's going to be interconnectedness for all the wrong reasons. So so there's no, there's no getting rid just of the plug, Just plug it out as an entirety. Somebody like, you know, allegedly put some nukes into the sky and fuck up the satellites. Like That's shut that it TV down. show that came on NBC where all the power went out. Got um, uh, was it called? Um, no, it wasn't power. I think it was like Revolution. Re- yeah, and I because I remember. Giancarlo the, Esposito was in it. I remember either the E or the O or something. Kind of looked like yeah. I think that, uh, so Giancarlo Esposito was in it. I remember that because. Well, who do you, did he play like a, a bad guy? He did, actually. It was him and it was dude from the Mayans. 
what? The, the show that spun off of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Well, I didn't watch any of those shows. J.D. Pardo, I think his name is. And the reason why is because Giancarlo Esposito is black, like half Italian or something, curly hair. He always playing some Hispanic. Um, and the story, in short, was like before the war, like he was like some quaint nice person like I believe like a librarian something like extremely or like a like a like and a accountant power, or a power went out and he was just like fucking nah, 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 nah it was some like comic book shit like it was him the wife and the son and I think like looters had come in and like shot the wife and like killed the wife or whatever and then after that son went off the deep end and then became like a general of like new whatever new army or whatever or uh, and the son was like a defactor because he was soft. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, oh, like, I didn't care about people. And the father was like, <laughs> like nah, for that. Dub, dub, kill everything. Everything moving. And I don't remember all of it. I just know that it was definitely a good show. But it was weird because it was like, like developers had, along the lines of what you're talking about, come up with something to, like, some sort of airborne nanites to like make sure that power couldn't start type shit and I was like oh that's a cool little situation I guess but the way that the country ended up getting chopped up was a little wild cause like I don't think they talked about everything I feel like if they have airborne nanites they should fucking use that to solve like cancer or something I think that if people are thinking like you you think about cancer and you think about the root of cancer if you know if it's mass produced food that isn't natural if you shut down power just like radio you let tech. the natural course of the earth go all the people that need to die are gonna die and we go back to producing from the land and the natural food that comes of it sort of weeds out the cancer that plagues our communities and our but it's world. not just food it's like everything yeah but like you know natural course man like you know? It's everything. It's technology. Natural selection is, is going to get cancer. It is what it is. <laughs> Jesus. But I that's mean, true. cancer is less dangerous than the cancer of humanity. The cancer of humanity, right? I mean, but It's that, killing not only humanity, but the planet. It's not really killing the planet. Definitely 100. It's, 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 20% it's, it's fucking up the way that it it's like by killing going, the planet, I'm considering right now, the animals it, and everything else. All right, we, that's different. I'm thinking like the actual land mass because the the, the planet the, the planet is going to be good. If we die out, the planet's going to be good in like a, in like a thousand years. But it's such a human thing for you to not even consider the fact that there are other beings and organisms that's, on this planet. We that we like, we talking about niggas having cancer. We talking about people, right. and I'm saying fuck humans with cancer, because we taking care of the humans in general is humans in general are a cancer to the the planet and its inhabitants other than humans. Okay, I can get behind that, but like cancer to the actual planet, no. I do believe it's cancer because no, the reason no, the reason no. why is the further we go in technology, for instance, like with the nuclear bombs and everything like that. At the end of the day, I do feel like we got the technology to blow this motherfucker up. I mean, to blow up the planet? Yeah. Or, like, at least shoot a, a, a missile 
or some sort of nuke big enough to like crack the moon and then the moon comes and hits the earth. Maybe. Like if you shoot something at the moon, right? I don't know if we have anything big enough to travel that far to create that big of an explosion to do you want to find that? I'm pretty sure we do, though. I'm pretty sure we do just because, like... We barely can get nukes that high up. I think that we barely can get nukes that high up is just a phrase the government wants to <laughs> Right, yeah, that's gross, yeah. I'm just saying, We like, can shoot nukes to, like, Jupiter and shit, and they're just like, yo. Because we're not a, 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 a disentreated. You're not allowed to test nuclear weapons in space. And the farthest we've ever shot one up allegedly is like regular I don't say regular but like the Still space station the space station orbit like that's I think that's as far as we've gone and that's not even like a tenth of the way to the moon so it's I don't know if we'll be able to do that but maybe if we like nuked like some deep cavern or something but I feel like that would just fuck the continents up and then we will just die but in terms of destroying a planet you would we would have to be a black hole hydron collider keep hitting those atoms I'm glad you said that I'm pretty sure we got that now hit, hit, hit the hit the atoms until they until they create a black hole which is happening right now but we Wait just have it in Switzerland they, oh, right. they they smashing particles and shit I mean we just, we haven't you know, hit a black hole, but you know, it's if if we do, it will happen so fast that you won't even know it. So honestly, it's like a let's keep going. I'm not excited about that. You find out the, the the particles in the universe, man. Ultimately, it doesn't matter because society is collapsing. But I like to think that people are still doing that research. Right. I mean, I hope so too. But I'm really convinced that the government about everything especially because the president as a as like he like a regular dude and sometimes I feel like he be letting some truth slip like mm. they be lying and you be like what nigga you be lying he be like yep I be lying but they be lying too and you be like huh like he said recently that the CDC like alters data or something they uh, alter like coronavirus reports mm. and the thing is it's like he's a mega corporation fighting another mega corporation and, and it's, it's like a capitalist fight because he's saying that and I believe him because the pharmaceutical industry really runs everything I don't think there's more of an alteration and more of like they just display data skewed statistics yeah because work, coming from anybody who works in market research or at least works with graphs and data anyway like at to at once you get to a certain point you can really just show the data in a way that speaks to whatever it is that you need it to speak to whether it just be by opposition by showing like this doesn't do this so maybe this other thing happens or causality of you know all the other shit that you can infer from data sounds like a lot of big ass words but it's true that's what that's what happens. Like you can you can literally do whatever you want. They say numbers don't lie, but they certainly don't tell the truth. With that being said, it seems like our president might be <laughs> spitting a little truth over here. I mean, I don't think that he's 
he obviously lies because you know there's direct contradictions in the stuff that he says but why wouldn't he also tell the truth that's what i'm saying it takes one to know one so he like hey, niggas lying, dude. he got nothing to lose like he really don't like he like fuck it i made it here my nigga i'm at the top of the mountain y'all niggas ain't never thought i could get here he flexing on niggas and whatnot now he got even after he leaves they talk about how like bad he gonna do he can't reason being as a president you're privy to too much information and him putting himself on such a pedestal you know for a fact I believe he has the ability unintentionally I don't think he's thinking about it at least not to the degree that I am or those of us who understand like social movements and whatnot but he's literally positioned where like if he leaves he's untouchable because of the information that he has if you kill him the backlash of if you kill him because the way that the internet works you can't control that. And, and it's the definitely point, gonna be some Trump Federates. It's it's that's the thing though. His death will uh, Trump Federates. Mold, uh, that's not gonna know. Excuse me. His death would mobilize. I don't know why I'm stumbling. His death would mobilize people. Similar to what uh, Shorty was explaining in uh, the Voice. Spoiler alert. Where she was explaining to Homelander how you know he's adored, but if you manipulate them. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's sort of exactly what I think he's unintentionally become, which is a person who, at this point, will succeed one way or the next, strictly based on the cult following that he's developed. I mean, is it really a... And the callousness that he has. Is it really a, a cult following if before he was president, he already knew how to work social media? He, he, he already knew how to work social media, so this, right. he already knew how the he was he was the tweeting president prior to him getting as far as he is now. But he was one of the first president, one of the first like real corporation people on uh, on Twitter using that platform to say whatever. I think because he doubled as a as a reality star, so I feel like somebody introduced the concept to him. And it is a simple concept, but I don't think there's too many other people in his unique position of being somebody prior to being in politics, being in uh, his age that goes online the way he does. Not at all. Because there's other older people who are online, but they're just not as popular. So there's no reason for them to constantly engage. Because he's such a, 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 I don't know the word, like... Prolific. Not even prolific. But like outlandish, like he's love, outlandish. He says niggas a lot love of, the Apprentice, man. Right, he's outlandish. He says a lot of like over the top shit, and so because of that, he gets the responses. So it's literally like for him, and I don't know what the first thought of his mind was, but it's like, oh, I could type these words and people see it because he's not an engager. He doesn't tweet and go on and engage. He tweets. He responds to real world things. But on Twitter. So, for instance, somebody speaks about him, he tweets about it. But if somebody tweets about him, he don't tweet about it. Like, if they they say something, he might retweet. But I, I've seen more direct tweets than retweets and responses. And so, like, for instance, when they were talking about him calling uh, John McCain uh, a loser, he said something of the to the effect of it. But then he tweeted a link to uh, with the byline that said that he said it, right? Like Trump calls McCain a loser, and 
just looking at the phone, you're like, all right, so you're on Twitter, they teach you how to use Twitter. Boom, just talk your shit. Because that's what it is. That's why y'all just talk your shit. Yeah. And then the next thing Make is, sure oh, they tune into The Apprentice next week. Right. And then the next thing is, probably from a, a laptop, I mean, I mean, probably from an iPhone or from an iPad, right? You, like most people in their older age, my, my mother included, learn how to use two sites. So for him, it's like maybe three sites. It's like Fox, insert white nationalist site, insert white nationalist site, whatever it is, right? And remember, that's just a newspaper. It's just a digital newspaper. So you slide in, and it's just like words. It ain't even images. And so then you go, oh, that's the share button. Tap it, pop up, what's, what's the next thing you see? The screen pops up and says, share to Twitter. And then you just tap it. And so it's literally, he, I guarantee he don't know how to do nothing else. Nothing else. He know how to do that. With that being said, I guess it kind of just aids in the point that he is the tweeting guy, but he's the tweeting guy because he's the most popular person and it kind of makes sense for him to do that much tweeting. Plus, he had to tweet out um, discount codes for Trump motels, or hotels. Sorry, please. He didn't do any of that. <laughs> it's it's possible, that. though, but you got to be aware of it. Shout out to my uh, chiropractor. We, uh, It's in a Trump building. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, just, we just had like a brief little conversation about it, my last appointment. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, not uh, not the first choice. <laughs> and I was like, word. And I don't even remember, like, I think it came up light, too, because it wasn't even like a main topic. It was, like, you it was are in a about, Trump building? How dare you? Like, we kind of got, I got it off rip, though, like. I feel you don't, but you know. I mean, ultimately, if niggas was leaving the location and they were feeding to fill that space, they probably was selling the space for the cheap. It's cheaper, apparently, than something in lower Manhattan. So it was just like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. I ain't mad at it. The awning awning is up, so you can't even see it. That's that's kind of the the, the most beneficial part. Like, that awning come down, a nigga might feel a little different. Yeah. A little different. I mean... He he'll he'll be good for another four years. New York is slow. I think in the in the last couple of minutes, what I want to talk about is Joe Budden versus like the world. Joe Budden versus the world. So Joe left Spotify. The conspiracy theorists think that Spotify is paying for people to slander him. I don't believe that. I believe that his <laughs> him going viral and trending in combination with like for instance, I feel like Spotify definitely put some money into something but i feel like they didn't have to do much for instance i think they're i, I, think, I think they're responsible for the dog thing mm, i think they're responsible for that because i, I think, feel like that's the lightest thing i think the information is has always been there and with his popularity being pushed more by spotify it's just opened up more investigators to to slander him. It's a chain reaction. And it's to really just to like a next place in life. Way, wayward stands who are Nicki Minaj ain't doing nothing this week. So let's let's go see what the fuck Joe Bud is doing because this thing happened. He's involved in this thing. It's just the way of the internet, man. I just think that they definitely threw a little money behind that, and I think that the rest of it is like a snowball effect. So, for instance, he talked about masturbating the dog but it was a joke and if you listen to the podcast you understand that but once somebody's outraged you don't want to hear that anyway so that's null and void he, so he, the, you know so the the court documents don't count with the dog yeah 
What court documents with the dog? What are you gonna do? You didn't see the court document that said that he would please the dog? Wait, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> so you skipped over that part. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see <laughs> Damn. that. Damn. So that's wow. how. That's how the story came to be. The part with the on the podcast talking about it was just like a, somebody bringing it up to say like, oh, he already mentioned this. Oh no! Nah. According to the internet state, I don't do due diligence on these things because they're not relevant to me as far as like going on a deep dive because it's not going to change my opinion. But from what I read, it was a, a constant mention. It, like if you're a listener and also. The way that it was brought up was facetious anyway. So it wasn't like a pleasurable thing. And that was what the internet made it seem like. And so I knew immediately, of course, it's not like, oh, yeah, I love taking my dog off. Like, then that had to have been like a later response because the first response was that initial court document was released. I feel like that was the initial wherever you was at, whatever the, the trending, like when you go on trending and you look like where everybody else is looking, none of the facts are ever there. It's just like the opinions. So and so it was been like outlandish what, what day was this? This was days ago now. Like days oh, ago. so this was, because this had to have been like weeks ago then for me. Probably. I just know like the way the snow, like by the time it got bigger and it was like, so the things that happened was like him to Harry um, talking about him and then the leaked audio with him and Sims arguing and them saying that Rocky Thunder leaked it because she was supposedly in the background. My only point is that's like a regular week. That is. So it's not even relevant, especially because we run another time and I don't, I don't really want to go too deep in it. But the point I was making was... I think uh, Joe is in a position where he's going in for ownership and is getting slandered mercilessly, not because he's going in for ownership, but because he's trending too high. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Shout out to him. Uh, I feel like he always gets into battles uh, with corporations when it comes to ownership. I mean, as he explained it on the podcast, you know, coming from music and basically coming from bad contracts, high interest APR loans, you come into a space that's uncharted and then you still have examples of white people getting crazy money regardless of their stature, right? Because the point here is, you know, Joe Rogan comes in, he got fuck you money, he comes in and he's hella popular because he's always been. But at the same time, Joe came in hella popular too. So because of that even if you expose him really, to more, if I'm not mistaken he might be the first podcast on Spotify I believe so that's what he was saying is like the only you know it's like the 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 sort of uncharted territory but the the point is is like when you start getting into like straight math right like okay I came off this platform I dominated this platform I dominate all the platforms I'm popular there's no there's no precedent set Anything where there's no precedent set usually come into a situation where a partnership is offered. But the only reason why the partnership wasn't offered is because there's a sort of devaluing where it's like when you leave here, you won't do as well. And it's like, yes, yes, you will. Because I find that so dumb for them to think if they approach, if, if in the, if the world is, they approached him with a deal as versus he approached him and I don't know what the actual circumstance I don't know if he explained it but at the end of the day like you decided to take whatever deal not Joe Spotify 
because he had an audience. So you even thinking as a company, like, oh, without this, you would have whatever. It's just like, what? All corporations think that way because at the end of the day, their bottom line is getting the most money that they can get. So going into it where you learn that from the music industry. You're really just sending them an audio file. It's the same people, though. You're not even fucking... Nah. You're not even fucking, like... Bro, everybody in the music in industry. In the Spotify offices. Everybody in the music everybody in the music industry. The music industry itself, the business itself, gets ninety fucking six percent of the profit. Where we're talking billions of dollars. And at the same time, never let they never let go. They never let go. Never was like, you know what? We could do ninety percent. Me understanding that ninety percent, letting go of ten percent would literally make mega mega millionaires the problem is you got to keep people down because that's the only way that they don't realize their worth because over the course of time in regards to business when that asset becomes more valuable and they start appreciating they appreciate to the point you don't want a a sentient asset you want something that's just going to keep going and keep generating and generating but if that asset starts to understand its value and it appreciates and in its appreciation, right, where they started off worth a dollar and now are worth a hundred and you have 50 cents out of the initial dollar, but as you grow, that 50% becomes 60, 70, 80, and 90%. You're like, no, that's not what I want. I either want to remain 50% or or rather, excuse me, you, you don't want to remain 50%. You want to, you know, continue to have more ownership, which ultimately is, is a good example people for, for what they're worth for Joe. Because he came in, and it was like a 50-50. It was like, okay, like, you guys are providing us the platform. Give us bread. You have whatever, you know, the rights are, whatever, split. And then the next go-around was like, I bet. So anybody in this room participating in this show, anything y'all do, anything y'all do, we getting money off. Or we own it, rather. And then we get to delegate. So, like, it's like a 360 for everybody. Because the, because the thing is, at that point, how do you even calculate, like, someone's notoriety and their ability to broker deals without attributing it to the podcast? Everybody, honestly, it's sort of everybody, but Joe, I feel like, and of course I'm never going to do the research, but I feel like with Joe, it was like, they were like, all right, well, we own a show, or we want a little bit more ownership of the show, right? You're smart. We'll work out a little deal with you but everybody else in that room who are nobodies who have no sort of equity we want everything that come out of them so like you know in the in the case where like you see like a breakfast club where whatever contract they in it's more beneficial for them to stay in it or don't break it or whatever like what happens if rory or mal want to break off it's feasible that whatever they break off to is going to be just as popular right and so because of that it's like wait a minute we want we want that we want that as opposed to letting it happen if it does happen and then brokering a deal with them why not own it already because in your mind it's like nah this came out of what we gave to you either way uh, just pay people what they are worth these companies I feel like there will be that, that synergy you're looking for that's always in the meetings y'all would get that if you respect the fucking product that you're trying to rape into the fucking ground you're uh, making too much sense on that note the world is ending. Podcasts won't be relevant because they'll just be sort of uh, history, right? We won't even have electricity to listen to them. That is true. So we got to make sure that we put 
the audio on vinyl. Vinyl or like cassette tapes. So that way when they find discs, they put the fucking record player on it. Actually, yeah, because you can manually crank that. Exactly. You don't need electricity for that one. Bet. So it seems like we're going to have to get these episodes on vinyl. That can be done, too. All right. Anyway, end of days, the world is over. Coronavirus is still plaguing the planet. Still. Uh, hopefully, if you hear this, you haven't lost all your family members yet. Or limbs. <laughs> that was depressing. It was. That's the way it's supposed to end. We ain't supposed to end happy. It's fucking end of days here. And we're like five minutes over. Whatever. Anyway, shout out to Joe Budden. Shout out to like racism and not respecting people and not giving them what they owe. I mean, what they're worth. Shout out to capitalism. Right. That's it. <laughs>